Thank the Lord. I'd like to welcome everyone, those watching by the way of internet this morning, to glory way at the cross. Believe in God for a good service this day. And felt His presence in His house. We're going to begin this morning in the book of Philippians, the fourth chapter. In the 19th verse, verse of Scripture, you can probably quote, uh, but God showed me something else. I have used this Scripture a lot of times, even preached from it several different times, but God showed me something else about this Scripture this morning. And it was rough. Let me say this, it was rough. It was rough trying to get this this morning because God had to bring me to a point to where I really realized what he was saying here. Everybody found it. He says, but my God, this is Paul speaking, he said, but my God shall supply all your need according to to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. But my God, he said, your need. The word there in the Greek is ka, which means, and it had several different words there spelled out, but the ones I picked out, it said employment, business, lack, use, want. But my God shall supply all your employment, business, lack, use, won't. That pretty well covers everything, does it not? <laughs> but my God. But that's not what I'm going to preach. I just thought I'd give that to you. Paul here, he said, but my God. Now he is talking about his God. Today, I want to talk about message entitled, Your God. Paul was talking about his God. But today, I want to talk about your God. God had to bring me to a point this morning that I didn't like to be at. The Bible says that he'll never leave us or forsake us. But I believe he does preachers different ways. Huh? I, I really, I didn't know what I wanted to preach this morning. I got up this morning and it got late. And I got up at 3 o'clock. And I worked on this for quite a while and didn't get anything. Gail come through, she likes to know, she picks out the songs and a lot of times she'll say, do you have a thought? I said, no, God left, went on vacation, and he didn't even ask me to go with him. <laughs> and that's the way I felt. Like he left. But he did that for a reason. Amen. After a while, he came back. And I want you to know that while he was gone, I felt mean. Huh? I felt mean. I felt bad. And I felt mad at everybody. Because while he was gone, God wasn't there. Huh? 
And I thought to myself, it made me think. After he come back, I said, thank you, Jesus. And he said, what about that scripture there, Ronnie? And I said, Lord, I've preached that all the time. He said, yeah, you preached about my God. Now you need to talk about your God. Hmm. Paul was talking about his God when he said my God. And he began to tell us what his God could do. But I wonder about us today. What can you tell people about what your God can do? Hmm. Boy, there's a whole lot to this. And as God began to explain this whenever He decided to come back, He began, <laughs> y'all looking at me mighty funny, but I tell you what, I was mad. I just realized there for a few moments, I realized just how bad I could be. That stuff come in my mind, I didn't want in there. What happened? God wasn't there. My God left. Boy, I can just hear the, uh, the preachers now that listen to this. My God never leaves me. Mm-hmm. I can hear it. But I want you to know that I believe that God puts up preachers. Well, most preachers. I believe God, sometimes we've got to live stuff before we can preach it. Sometimes we've got to go through it, the fire to understand how hot it really is. And as I felt God gone this morning, fella, I couldn't get a hold of him for nothing. I just began to wonder if maybe if I could call him on the phone or something. He wasn't anywhere. And as he showed me this scripture and he said, Paul was talking about his God. What about your God? Where's your God at today? Well, I guess quiet when we'll start talking about your God. But before this service is over, you're going to understand about your God. It's not good whenever your God's not there. Service is not good when your God is not here. Amen. Mm. Oh, we, we, let me preach a little bit now. In Isaiah 25 and 1, he says, O Lord, Thou art my God. This is Isaiah. Thou art my God. I will exalt Thee. I will praise Thy name. Uh, when's the last time we did that? Isaiah said that's what he did for his God. He said, my God, what about your God? Today, it's already half the day gone. Have you exalted him yet? Have you praised him yet? Because I know he's done things for you. Isaiah said, for, what, for thou hast done wonderful things, Thy counsels of old age are faithfulness and truth. My goodness, he was talking about his God. 
What about your God today? Have you praised Him this morning yet? Have, have you even thought about it? Or did you get up running? Amen. Come on. Well, I'll praise Him when I get to church. I tell you what, when you get my age, you'll praise Him when you wake up in the morning. Amen. Nah. You'll praise Him when you can walk without shuffling your feet. Right. You'll praise Yeah, I'm getting some head nods out there from some of you older ones. Some of you hadn't understood it yet. But you will. When you get my age, you'll best praise Him right to say the first thing. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You'll feel and say, yeah, I'm alive. But so many times, we treat our God. How do you treat your God? Isaiah said, I'll praise thy name, for thou hast done wonderful things. Wonderful things. If you just think back in your life, and your God, he's done wonderful things for you in the past. And I'm telling you what, we tend to just let those go. All we want is something now. We don't think about what he's already done for us. If we get to the place that we'd praise Him for what He's already done, we could have church again, and we could have church like it ought to be again, and it'd scare most of them to death, and they'd have to leave. Hmm. Exodus 15 and 2. Moses. He said, the Lord is my strength, my song and song, and he is become my salvation. He is my God. Mm. What about your God? Has he become your strength, your song? Has he become your salvation? Think about it. Said he is my God, and I will prepare him a habitation. My father's God, and I will exalt him. I tell you, I look at churches today, and churches today act like they're not saved. They act like God and had nothing to do with them in a while. They act kind of like I did when God left this morning. They come in, look like they've been eating sour persimmons. How many of you ever ever been into a persimmon? Some of you younger ones don't even know what I'm talking about. See, we didn't have all this stuff to entertain us whenever we was boys and girls, and we had to think up stuff. So we'd get out there around the green persimmon tree. And pull one off and say, I dare you to bite into it. I dare you to bite into it. And first thing you know, one of them would fall for it. And bite into that green persimmon and they'd they'd pucker up. Shake that head. 
Our kids today don't have fun anymore. We had to figure out stuff to entertain ourselves, and kids today have to have something to entertain them. And thereby they don't have... Oh, don't let me get in on that. I'm, I'm go preaching something else. <laughs> Revelations 21, 7. Look here. It says, He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God... And he shall be my son. <laughs> well, that tells me one thing. That there's a lot of religions teaching the wrong thing today. Because they done made it to heaven. And they had not overcome yet. Oh, let me, let, me, let me just touch that briefly. I won't upset nobody. But he said, he that overcometh. I'm going to tell you what, it's an ongoing thing. Yes. we got to keep on overcoming. we got to keep on and keep on and keep on. We don't just sign on a dotted line somewhere and say, I'm saved. And I join the church and just live like hell the rest of your life. And God go out yonder somewhere and then the rapture take place. And he said, oh yeah, that's him. Get him off that bar stool over there. It's not going to work that way. Yeah. I hate to disagree with you. But he said, he that overcometh, we got to fight the enemy every day. The devil's going to come at you every day. You got to be prepared. You got to have your God in here. You can't worry about what somebody else has got. You got to have your God in here. He's got to be the one in here. Glory to God. Mm. He that overcometh shall inherit all things. I will be his God. And he shall be my son. Now I want to get to the part of the message I want to get to. (laughs) Acts chapter 2 verse 1. I want to talk to you about your God. I thought there for a minute I'd lost the book of Acts in my Bible. You'll understand that better after you get older. Ready? Now we're going to preach. Now when the day of Pentecost was fully come, and they were all with one accord... Wait a minute. Make sure I saw that right. They were all with one accord in one place. All right. We got the place. But he said they was all in one accord. You know what happened here this morning if we all get in one accord in this one place? Oh, but Brother Ronnie, well, now let's think about this just a little bit. Paul said, but my God 
shall supply. He's talking about his God. Now, my God should be the same God that you serve. Now, if my God is the same God that you serve, then we're going to be in one accord. Now, that tells me that somebody ain't serving the same God. That's all you can say about it. Because if your God's the same God as my God, and my God's the same God as your God, that means whenever we come together, we're in one accord. And when you get in one place in one accord, like the disciples did that day, the power of God will come down in here, and things will happen. But our trouble is, we left our God at home watching the peas this morning. Mm. Yeah. We left our God back over at home. We just come for a show today. Most time we didn't praise him before we came. We done admitted that. Huh? Oh y'all y'all getting quiet on me now. But I'm here to tell you it's the truth. I was thinking about that this morning. Now, my God, same God. Somebody said, Brother Ronnie, you ain't got the same God we got. <laughs> I felt that already. Some of you done thought about that run through your brain wave. I thought God showed me that. <laughs> but if my God is the same God as your God, Paul said, but my God, so if my God is the same as your God, there should be an agreement here this morning. And when there's agreement, things happen and take place. Woo, mercy. When there's an agreement, I'm telling you what, the power of God come in, people get healed, people get saved. What it was, it's on the day of Pentecost, when it was fully come, that was 50 days later, Pentecost means 50. So 49 days before this day, they were worshiping the Lord too. I tell you what, I wonder how many church folks today could worship the Lord for 50 days. I'm afraid some goes through the day and don't ever think about God. And they lay down in bed at night and, oh God, I forgot to thank you. I forgot to pray today. Lord, forgive me. But Paul said, but my God, he is talking about his God. When's the last time you talked about your God like Paul talked about his? Your God must not be the same God. Huh? Oh, y'all hear how quiet that got? 
But I'm not, I'm not trying to judge anybody. But I'm just expect, inspecting the fruit of what goes on in our churches today. We go to church and we sit on our same seat every Sunday. And if somebody's on our seat, weren't my whole day. I'm talking about church. I'm talking about your God. Boy, all of a sudden, your God went somewhere else and I got mad. Thereby, whenever your God went somewhere else, we all got out of accord. Church is right. I can tell at the beginning of church whether or not we're going to have a good service or not. Because if if in one accord and everybody, you know, I said, "Woo, we're gonna have it today." But boy, whenever it comes in here and it gets quiet between verses, and suddenly. Suddenly, the word in the Greek is "I know," which means unawares. And suddenly, or unawares, <laughs> they didn't know it was happening. They didn't know it was coming. They never witnessed it. I'm gonna tell you what. I'm ready to witness something here that we ain't never witnessed before. I'm ready for the power of God to work in a miraculous way, but it's not gonna ever work that way until we all get in one accord. Hmm. That's good preaching. I don't care what they say. And suddenly, I want you to know that whenever we're here in the same place, but whenever we get in. I like to say on the same page. Yes. We don't we don't come thinking about what's for dinner. Right. We don't come thinking about what Sister Bessie wore. We don't have any Bessies in here, do we? <laughs> we don't we don't come thinking about everything outside of here, but we th- start thinking about Jesus, our God. And he becomes my God to every one of us. Mm. What about your God today? And suddenly, there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the house where they were sitting. They were there, the Bible says, in one accord in one place. They were all If my God's the same as your God, we ought to be able to have a blowout service every time. Tell me why we don't. I tell you why we don't. It's because of your God. God left this morning. And I told Gail, 
I said, he'd gone on vacation. And he didn't even invite me to go with him. Something wrong. And I didn't like it. I felt mean. Brother Marty, I felt mean this morning. I felt like I used to feel years and years ago. I felt mean and oppressed. I began to pray, God, where are you at? God said, I just wanted to show you something. Paul was talking about his God. But what it ha- the effect that it has is whenever it's your God. All of a sudden, unawares, there was a sound from heaven. There was a mighty rushing wind. Wouldn't it be something? How many of you? <laughs> oh, y'all, I like commercials, but some of them I despise. How many of you have seen the commercial? I don't really know what they're advertising. Oh, it's one of these, uh, uh, you know, can't anybody work on stuff anymore. They have to hire it done, so it's one of them things. And this woman's standing there at the counter, and she's making a sandwich, and the faucet blows off, and it's just soaking that bread, and she's just, yeah, 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 talking like she's going to eat that soggy sandwich. And then there's another one in there, and she op- he opens up uh, uh, the dryer, and it's blowing clothes out everywhere. And they, they ain't worried about it. They got this insurance. And then the one that really takes the cake. Y'all help me remember how I got off on this. It's this old woman in the air conditioner blowing too hard and it blows her out the front door. Blows her down the sidewalk and she said, It's a nice day. (laughs) Oh my goodness. How did I get off on that? A rushing mighty wind. It's going to be like that lady blowing down that sidewalk. The door swing open back there. Chase jumps out of the booth back there. Y'all turn around and look, and all of a sudden the power of God fall all over you. And you go to speaking in other tongues. Woo! You look over tongues, I didn't know you had it in you there, brother. That's what happened. Whenever we get in one place and we get in one accord and your God's the same God as my God, your God's the same God as the one sitting next to you. I got to end this. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire and it set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. That was the folks there then. That's what happened to them. 
Why not? It happened today. Now, if you're God, think about it. Bet you ain't never heard this preach like this. Probably never will again. I hope I don't have to go through what I went through this morning to get this message. But there's no reason If you're God and my God and your neighbor's God, it's all the same God. And we all say we're saved. If they're all the same, hey, I'm here to tell you there's no reason that there shouldn't be a mighty rushing wind suddenly. Come in this place. There shouldn't be an excuse that somebody's not healed. And the Bible, he says very plainly, if it's just two or three of us, would come together in his name, he said, I'll be there in their midst. Now that really makes me worried. Amen. When you can't feel God and you got all these folks here. Oh. Oh, Brother Ronnie. Thank about it. Thank about it. Would you stand with me, please, this morning?